You're the only guy I'd wear a picture up on my chest. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Son of a bitch. The other day, Power Trip Bets tweeted out the top 10 gamblers on the Power Trip of the year. Not in terms of wins or losses, just who's put the most on the line. You're 10th with like $930. Oh. Jeez, I didn't see that. Do I have a problem? No. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. The guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. All right, Dave. Well, hey, the Twins are winning um, our live score update here on the podcast. Uh, you don't hear that a whole lot. So, uh, Lou, um, I, I hope you stayed up for it because the Twins are winning. They're up two to nothing in the second inning. And we know, you know, with Dave, with a, with a two to nothing lead in the second inning with our bullpen, that that's as good as gold. It really is. I mean, especially, if, you know, I think I've expressed numerous times how much I love Taylor Rogers and how I think he's just such a shutdown guy and he hasn't caused me, you know, any sleepless nights. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I bet the Mariners the last two nights we were lucky enough. Oh, yeah. Our baseball handicapper had us on him and uh, uh, very happy to profit off of the Twins uh, being absolutely dreadful. Yeah, I had the I had the twins last night too. And it was I went to bed. It was five to nothing, and then it was one of those where I woke up in the middle of the night, pulled up the ESPN app, and I was like, oh yeah, well, like I I don't even know why I pulled up the app to uh, to find out because I knew that they were gonna lose. So it was, uh, but it was just it was nice to see that little ten nothing. It's like, yep, absolutely no sweat on that win. Yeah, ugh. They're so bad. The thing is. You know, well, and I'll talk about this in the bets update with that uh, Twins over under revised bet that uh, Sauce and Hockey did. I'm almost having they, they've been playing so bad since that bet. I'm almost having to do another revised over under because they're just <laughs> it's they're playing worse and worse all the time. It's just it's it's inconceivable how bad they are this year versus expectations. Yeah, Sauce needs to somehow hit a middle now that he has two season long. Uh, he it's like he's live betting the Twins' uh, win total here. So uh, maybe maybe he finds a middle here. Oh, he needs. He needs him to start winning because he's got the over on both, so he's uh, he's getting into trouble here with it. But uh, uh, it's kind of scary. But you know, this week has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, already I think Tuesday's show was just absolutely hilarious. Um, I don't I don't recall laughing that hard. I was laughing to the point where I wasn't hearing what they were saying and had to go back and podcast <laughs> it, especially during the six o'clock segment on Tuesday. When we got introduced to Jack Day and the whole Jack Day situation, of course, Hockey tweeted on Monday he had no idea who Jack Day was and didn't think it was a real person and was convinced it was a bit. Um, the, <laughs> the, the whole segment was hilarious. 
And then what put it over the top for me is when they finally like grabbed <laughs> Sauce grabbed his phone and him and Hockey took off into the hallway. And um, oh. it was it was the ultimate ultimate theater of the mind because a lot of us have been you know and some of the listeners to the show have been lucky enough to uh, to go in studio so you kind of know what it looks like or you've seen the video from the initials game and stuff like that I really don't have a good idea of what really the rest of the floor looks like too much you know just just a little bit but it was it was awesome theater of the mind because they're walking around talking to like random people <laughs> random other salespeople they went into Oak Studio and it's <laughs> like who the hell is Jack Day. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, no, I I love when they take field trips. Yeah, um, you know some some of the funnier moments I I can remember. Um, you know, even when you know recently when they went out to do the the bunghole thing uh, to get Sauce's charging port open. Um, you know that was kind of a disaster, but it, it worked so well because it was Zach and Sauce, you know, putting it together. Right. And, um, you know, he had to be off the phone for it to work, and you know, just you know, that's just classic stuff. And then like even the, I think it was like the ice bucket challenge way back in the day. Um, there uh, there was a phone part of that too, mm-hmm. where it's like. It doesn't really make sense to do it on radio, and it's kind of a disaster, but I think that's what kind of makes it so hilarious. So as a listener, I, I really enjoyed that segment as well. Yep, any anytime they do, like you said, like the field trip stuff, it is, it's funny, and it's uh, it's always fun to uh, try and picture what's going on in your mind, so... Uh... Oh, brilliant. That was a that was a very fun segment. And that's causing us, um, you know, we're that that was an instant classic, in our opinion. And um, we're going to be very Jack Day heavy today. In fact, we talked to not one, not two, but three Jack Days just for this episode. So stay tuned for that. Uh, You got to you got to hear from all three of the Jack Days. You thought there was only one. We've got three of them. So uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll, of course, do our regular bets update, and we'll do the the quotes of the week is a little special. We're actually going to do the quotes of the month. So, you know, Dave's been a, a weekly contributor to the uh, the quotes of the week, and uh, we had our first uh, month poll. So uh, I think Dave's going to give the results of that um, in the quotes of the week. And then we're going to skip quotes notes this week. Um, kind of a sounds like you've been pretty busy this week. I have. Um, you know, it, it really sucks when real life and, and work – uh, get in the way of, you know, sitting at my desk and having my one single AirPod in, uh, listening to the show while I'm, you know, mindlessly invoicing out work orders. But, uh, yeah, it's been a little busy for me in the agriculture, as you can imagine, with, uh, 100 degree, uh, temps here sustained for the last couple of weeks and no rain. So, uh, I haven't listened to as much of the show as I normally do. Obviously, I'll go back and listen to every second. Um, but, yeah, a little frustrating, but that's all right. We got a, we got so much Jack Day in this episode that we don't need quotes notes. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah, it definitely sucks when real life gets in the way of the power trip. I agree. So, all right, and if you want to, this show is listener-supported, so if you want to uh, support the show, you can always go to patreon.com slash quotes and find out more there. I think we're getting ready to do – I think we're going to do – a twins happy hour uh we'll watch a twins game together and we'll use some of the patreon funds to bet against the twins because i think that's definitely the play so uh (laughs) stay tuned for that there's Um, no doubt (laughs) stay tuned for that and uh we'd love to have you join us as a patreon subscriber if you want to all right well let's get rolling with a bets update 
Well, as I referenced earlier, the uh, the guys did the revised Twins over-under bet that I proposed on Friday. Uh, the the Twins were on pace to win 65 and a half games, and I took a bunch of factors into consideration, but at the end of the day, I was like, you know, that's probably a pretty good number, all things considered. You know, they, they have a difficult schedule coming up, the third most difficult schedule remaining. Uh, you know, they're probably going to be sellers of the trade deadline. So a couple, you know, a couple of the big hitters uh, might see their way out of Minnesota. But you also figure they have massively underperformed. And, you know, with Buxton coming back, maybe he stays healthy. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe they get going a little bit. So I, I felt like 65 and a half was a fair number. Um, they have proceeded to lose pretty much every game since then. And, um, yeah, I... A revised over-under might not be a bad idea at some point. Uh, right now, they're on pace to win 62 and a half games. So really, the, I mm. almost thought about making it whether yeah. or not they would lose 100 this year, but it just seemed like a little bit too much. But at, I think yeah. that's definitely the race that we're in for this year is are they going to lose 100 games? Yes, as uh, as famously has been brought up on the Common Man show uh, for years now of uh, Twins' uh, terrible plays, the run for one hun. Um, 100 losses i like it uh, and i was gonna text you about it because i think you ran this idea by me for this week and uh or this past week and i'm like you know it's a great bet because i feel like i'm not focusing on the twins at all um i make a lot of baseball bets and whether i'm on the twins or against the twins is you know uh you know, it's nothing of a fandom, but I feel like I generally have not followed the Twins because it's like, oh, you know, unless you look at the the newspaper upside down and look at the standings, uh, <laughs> you know, they're in last place. Like, they are the worst team in the American League. Uh, you know, they're not hitting as many, uh, you know, dongs this year. You know, pour one out for Barrero. I'm sure he's, uh, <laughs> you know, the dong stock is really tanking right now uh, faster than... <laughs> Then uh, Bitcoin and and uh, the Dogecoin, Doge. that's stupid. <laughs> the Doge, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's a good way to get Power Trip Nation refocused on Twins baseball. Um, and then they had the week that they did, but um, I guess good for the under. Good for the under, and and I'm sorry, Lou. You know, I tried to drive some interest in uh, in the Twins, and it looks like the Twins are not going to help us out there. Um, we got the Parish versus the field bet still going on. Obviously, um, Sauce's two teams advanced on the one side and Corey's two teams advanced on the other. So we are going to get a Corey versus Sauce guaranteed final. So we will have a sweat all the way to the end. Um, right now, uh, you know, it's it's very much up in the air. The, uh, the one series is tied one-to-one, and as we're watching it right now, uh, Vegas is losing, so very possible the other series could be tied at one. So, um, you know, obviously I think um, Sauce would prefer the Lightning and Corey would prefer Vegas, but, you know, you get to this point in the NHL playoffs, a lot of times it really doesn't matter. And, you know, yep. the team that looks like the heavy favorite, I mean, just think about two weeks ago, everybody was like, nobody can stop Colorado, and then Vegas just knocked them <laughs> off four straight. So, um, you know, I, I – I, it, it, yeah, I think it would, you know, I, I definitely, if you're sauce, it's like, yeah, you want light, the lightning and you want to face Montreal, but, you know, I just I just don't think there's anything guaranteed in the NHL playoffs, and I think it's it's really wide open. Right, and, and I think that's why 
non-hockey fans should appreciate the NHL playoffs more. Um, you know, a lot of times in basketball, now this year's a little different too because the Lakers got knocked out by the Suns, but generally it's like, you know, there's five to ten, you know, major players in the NBA and they always seem to advance and the first round of the NBA playoffs is an absolute joke except for, you know, a 4-5 matchup that, um, you know, it, it might go seven, but they're going to get swept by the number one seed in the second round. So um, I've always loved that about the NHL playoffs is, you know, you get a hot goalie, you get some timely scoring, you know, your special teams units uh, really ramp it up. And, uh, I mean, you can make a big run. The Kings have won the Stanley Cup as the eighth seed. I think the Bruins did it back in 2011 as the eighth seed as well. Um, yep. Don't fact check me, but that sounds right. And, uh, yeah, you, you never know. And it's so much fun to watch these teams. Obviously, I've been betting a lot of uh, underdogs and road teams. So I've been on the Islanders and Habs uh, almost every single game this playoffs. So it's been a whole lot of fun for me. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm just all on the Islanders bandwagon. And, you know, I, I'm rooting for chaos. I hope it's the Habs. Uh, Corey's Habs against uh, Sauce's Pesky Islanders. That would be a lot of fun to see. And how awesome would it be if game if it was a seven game series oh. and Game Seven went to overtime and they had five hundred dollars on an overtime goal and in the Coliseum for the last game in the Coliseum. Oh my God, that would be uh, amazing. That would be fantastic. All right, well, um, we'll uh, got a couple more weeks to go before this one gets decided. So uh, very good. And then this weekend, we have got, of course, the U.S. Open Golf Tournament. Mm. So they drew their uh, their order today. Zach got the pick number 13 for the third golf tournament in a row. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> not very good odds on that one that, uh, to get in. And he always considers 13 his other lucky number besides 69. Uh, so kind of funny that he has gotten pick 13 three times in a row. Maybe third time's a charm and he'll actually cash on this golf bet. But... Um, pretty uh, pretty interesting field. The odds have moved around like nuts today. I have never seen golf major odds move around yeah. as much as they have today, like the day before the tournament. It's crazy. Um, the the one book I tweeted out, Boy Gaming, they have so much liability on Phil Mickelson that they moved him to the favorite at plus 800. That's, I mean, that's just so like you never see that. It's insane. It is absolutely insane because you've got so much of the public betting on Mickelson after, you know, because his odds, you know, were high again. And after, you know, what, what he did in the uh, the last major at the PGA Championship, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, let's ride the hot ticket here. You know, obviously he still could win a major and stuff. So oh, just uh, just crazy, crazy stuff. But, um, you know, what uh, – what, who do you like? Who do you, you know, if you were to try and narrow this down to one or two people, um, who do you like? Um, I don't think this is a golf course that you can overpower. Um, I, I guess Tiger, I guess you could consider that Tiger did that at Torrey in 2008. Um, if you've been on Twitter and following this uh, major championship at all uh, before it starts, you've seen uh, the rough length be a huge play there so oh yeah i'm looking for accuracy off the tee i'm looking for putting i'm looking for scrambling guys um so there are a lot of guys who i like as uh, longer shots 
Um, I do like Patrick Reed. I don't really like him as a person. I like him only when he's on the U.S. team for the Ryder Cup. Exactly. Um, but I, I think he will do really well this week. I really like Webb Simpson. I've been a Webb Simpson stand for a long time. I think he's very accurate off the tee, one of the best putters on tour. Um, but I'm looking to fade a lot of the guys who uh, are very low in uh, fairways in regulation. Um, Jordan Spieth historically has not hit the fairway very often. Um, he's been a little better of late. I think this could be a good time to go with Jordan, maybe in a pool. I don't like his prices outright. He's just too big of a name, and I don't like the value there. But uh, um, I, I guess my my pick and my guy who I went with in our little pool um, is Colin Morikawa. I think he's got the short game. He's got the putting. He's got the driving accuracy and one of the best ball strikers out there. Doesn't make a lot of big numbers. I, in fact, I think he's only missed like a handful of cuts in his uh, short PGA Tour career here. So, uh, and a former major champion. So, I guess uh, my money this weekend will be on Colin Morikawa. Yeah, I like the Morikawa play as well. Um, and yes, I have quite a bit of grease on Patrick Reed, not only in um, our tournament, but um, I've got him in a couple other bets um, with the books. So, uh, yeah, I. Uh, Concur on that. I I hate cheering for him, but um, you got to separate the uh, the heart from the money sometimes, and hopefully Patrick Reed can uh, cash some tickets for me as well. So, for sure, I do have. A, I did want to get this out there. I almost forgot my play of the of the tournament, and I guess they're probably going to hear about it too late. But um, uh, my play of the tournament is Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut at plus two ninety. Um, he. I don't know. Maybe he'll have a completely different strategy and he'll just be hitting driving irons and trying to keep it in play off the tee. But if he keeps this attitude up of just blasting it all over the place, Tory is not that course. You'll get punished. And uh, I don't think he has the wedge game to uh, get him to kind of recover from from some of those errant tee shots and miss greens. So uh, I really like uh, that play. Uh, DeChambeau to miss the cut plus 290. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, that, I mean, that's really good value, almost three to one. I'm surprised that number is that high after Kepka's probably right. put about half a million dollars on that bet. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That true. All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. Let's roll with the quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right. And, I, you know, Bets, I was going to cut a special open for this uh, because it's not the regular quotes of the week that everyone's used to on this podcast. Um, it, kind of the, the song, the first of the month uh, from back in the day, the wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it'd be, it's the quotes of the month. <laughs> so I'll have that ready for next month uh, when we recap it. But nice. let's go to May. Um, the first week of May here, um, I was fortunate enough to start uh, doing some uh, a little segment at 620 on Mondays uh, with the quotes of the week. And uh, Chris had the brilliant idea to then take the four winners of the weeks uh, for that month and then put out a poll on Twitter and decide who got the quote of the month. 
Well, it's time to recap it for May, and we had four really good quotes. So we are going to go in reverse order of vote percentage that the poll posted, and uh, we will start at number four with Meat Sauce. So yeah, I went to New York City once, but I didn't go to Manhattan. I didn't go to Times Square. I didn't see the Statue of Liberty, but I was loved New York City, though. Loved it. No, I didn't go to but any did of the places know? that matter. But the difference between you and I is the one I went with likes being in bed with me. Oh, 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 that's a great line! Just give him the weekly award right now, quotes! He got it! Well, why? Oh, that's such a good one. That was really good. Uh, I, at first, I kind of missed it because it was a little stumbly with how, like... Corey was like introducing it, and I think I had to pull a little more audio before that uh, for everyone to really get it. But uh, yeah, that was super funny from Sauce. Um, we will move to the number three quote of the month, and that was John Creasel. We live in. Yeah, yeah. Right. we're getting shots on the way to sports. If yeah, you, Saints kicked it off, so if you get uh, so. if you go to a wild game to get a vaccine, make sure you don't have a hockey net tattooed on your arm, or they will miss. <laughs> Oh, wow. Jesus. Wow. Uh, yeah! God, you were inspired by the quote show on Monday. That's great. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I voted for. Yeah, I I really like that one, too. Uh, obviously, there's, uh, you know, they were all strong and winners of the quarter of the week, so it's uh, it's, t- it's tough to pick your favorite. But, um, you know, if, uh, if you didn't like that one, maybe you'll like this uh, Minnesota sports analogy quote. From John Creasel. The twins. Had, the last time the twins won a playoff game, I had legs. It's true. Hundred percent true. Look it up. Whoa. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> That's the one I look it up for. <laughs> because it, it, it's so sad, but it's you know to quote Metallica, sad but true. Um, <laughs> it, it's you know my God, he had legs the last time the twins won a playoff game. Creasel's very good with historic references because he's the one that also said that the uh, Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the Gophers. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, meat sauce ties, uh, you know, national tragedies to, you know, what he had for lunch that day. And I I feel like uh, John Creasel kind of has has a little bit of that in him as well. Yep. All right. Well, the number one quarter of the month as voted on by the Rubes with 47% of the vote is the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Hockey. Uh, if we want to colonize other planets, we need to figure out how to have sex in space first. A former consultant for NASA did an interview and talked about it, uh, the challenges of doing this. And uh, this person said, in a weightless environment, at least one of the two people might have to be tethered down. Yeah, you're damn right. Oh, wow. I'll tell you what, man. Can, I, I, I'll work on that, but i got to figure out how to have sex in my house first. Oh. Oh, here we go. You're out of town this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Good thing. <laughs> Definitely nothing wrong with that quote for the winner. Oh, that one's going to make it a long way in the tournament this year. I, I, uh, I'm I putting a lot of stock in that one. Um, such a relatable quote, you know. If you're thinking of the, the core demographic of the Power Trip Morning Show, you know, kind of whatever, you know, 25 to 45 or um, is, I think, maybe the sweet spot for them. And uh, there's probably a lot of guys out there uh, who, who can relate to that <laughs> quote. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anybody that's been married more than about five years. Yeah. Yes, yes. Or engaged for four or five years. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, that'll do it for the quotes of the month. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, as we let off with, we are very Jack Day heavy this week. Um, you know, uh, hockey, uh, I think hockey's convinced now that Jack Day is a real person, but I'm not convinced that he could pick a bottom of a lineup, you know. Um, so uh, we talked to not one, not two, but three Jack Days this week. We're going to play those interviews back for you. And um, I'm just curious to know, you know, if Chris Hockey happens to listen to this episode, whether or not he can figure out the real Jack Day. All right. Well, we are honored to be talking to Jack Day. And Jack, you are suddenly the most popular guy at iHeart. How are you handling all this success? <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been a little weird. I'm not going to lie. My phone was going like crazy. I had texts. I believe it. Family and friends sending me congratulations. It didn't really hit me until like Ian Rapport and Pro Football Talks are DMing me. I mean, that's something new. I've gained a couple hundred Twitter followers since then. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, the social media really blows up um, when you get a big retweet like that from uh, from the big guys. Yeah, and then, of course, you guys know, being woken up on Wednesday morning, I had missed calls from AJ and Little B, messages saying something about the power trip is talking to me and they want me to call in. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't imagine waking up to all that. <laughs> you probably worried about your job security for a minute, seeing all the uh, texts and stuff from people at work. I honestly, I didn't know what was going on. I'm just like, okay, I just woke up. Um, but I mean, I appreciate all the attention. I'm just trying to soak it all in, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. You seem like a pretty humble guy. Um, now, not only do you write uh, for KFDN.com, you do some advertising as well in the sales department. Um, Mr. Chris Hockey didn't believe that you were a thing. Um, are you ever going to work on a Chris Hockey endorsement ever again? <laughs> yes. Yes, if Chris happens to actually be listening to this, I will continue to work on getting you endorsements. <laughs> what uh, what kind of accounts do you currently work on? Um, you know, are you uh, do you have any big accounts there right now at iHeart? Well, we have the six five one carpets. I ended up uh, giving that one to Corey, but uh, I do a couple of Chris's endorsements. Do you do uh, do you do anything with Radco at all? Because they seem like pretty cool guys. I don't have that account. I mean, they are the truck accessory store slash pros. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. They are the guys. Well, I got to ask you, uh, Jack, because you're, you're an insider there at iHeart. Um, who do you like better? Do you like the Paul Lambert that is on the Power Trip Morning Show? Or do you like the Paul Lambert who's an executive in Houston and has Houston Rockets season tickets? Hmm. I'd have to say the Paul Lambert, the executive in sales. I mean, he is my boss's boss, but no, I mean, I haven't really gotten to be in the office much since COVID hit. So I haven't been able to get to know the K fan, Paul Lambert. I mean, outside of his emails and a couple of highs in the hallway. <laughs> now, now are those I, I assume he calls you Steve a lot too. Always. <laughs> are those highs or are those highs? They're highs. <laughs> now have you ever traveled down to houston to take advantage of the uh the bigwig paul lambert's uh, season tickets i have not but maybe now that i'm an up-and-comer he might be contacting me right i, I mean that's a good plan 
you're just a couple more Sheldon Richardson stories away from really, uh, you know, getting courtside seats for like the Sacramento Kings game or something, you know. It would be nice. I mean, me and my fiance would definitely uh, fly down there for that. <laughs> I believe it. Um, now, uh, speaking of someone very exciting uh, and fun, uh, Mr. Chad Abbott, your boss, uh, what is your overall impression of one Chad Abbott? I know he's the program director at KFAN. I mean, I follow him on Twitter. I know he's a huge Star Wars fan, um, likes the wild. So I, I would say he seems to be a pretty cool guy. Um, are you yeah. familiar with uh, any of his uh, coaching prowess? Um, he's famously an offensive line coach at um, St. Thomas Academy. Uh, what, what do you think of his, uh, his coaching ability? Well, I think uh, after last year, the Vikings could be using some of his coaching ability. That's very fair. That is very <laughs> sadly and uh, very fair. <laughs> but they got a good football program there, so he must be doing something, right? This is true. Well, considering he spends most of his time at St. Thomas Academy and not at iHeart, um, I, I would hope they're doing good. <laughs> that makes two of us, you know. Like I said, I haven't been able to get in there in the last year, so I'm looking forward to finally getting back and um, creating friendships with these guys. Absolutely. Well, without revealing your sources, uh, Dave mentioned earlier that you were the guy that broke the big Sheldon Richardson news. Um, what wh- you know? Why? Why were you the guy? You know, you got tons of big retweets out of it. Lots of lots of pub, um, not only locally but nationally. Um, you know what? Wh- what was it for you that caused you to break the Sheldon Richardson story? Was it like a really good source? Was it um, you know some networking, some connections you have? Um, uh, what What would you say was the key? I would say it has to do more with the connections. I've been writing about the Vikings since college. Go Bulldogs. And uh, mm. recently it's been for kfan.com. So I've come to build some friendships around the, around the team. And yeah, I mean, I really did not think that at the time that it was going to be such a big deal. Well, it yeah, definitely I mean, was. Uh, it definitely picked up steam there. Yeah, it wasn't until the national media started like hitting me up on Twitter. I realized, wow. Uh, maybe my hard work and uh, my relationships I've been making with the Vikings over the last year have finally paid off. Yeah, that, I mean, that has to be a crazy moment. I mean, you put a lot of time and effort into, you know, the Vikings and covering them and kind of working your way up. Um, and, you know, you finally catch your your first really big uh, juicy tip here. And uh, you put it out there. And not only that, you get some run on the, you know, the number one sports pod or uh, radio show uh, in the upper Midwest slash the nation slash the world. So uh, uh, had to be very exciting day for you. Uh, Jack, you also run a podcast. You are a co-host of uh, the Load the Box podcast, talking all things Vikings year round. Um, Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Well, I actually have two. I have the Load the Box podcast, um, but I also do a weekly podcast with uh, AJ called State of the Purple. Oh, nice. Of course, you can find it on kfan.com, iHeart, you know, wherever podcasts are listened to. Um, I also have links on my Twitter page. It's Jake underscore H underscore day. Thanks for the shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got you got to get out that brand, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, you're you're, you're your followers are going crazy now. And really, all we do, we talk everything Vikings. Just me and AJ, just anything. Like right now, mandatory OTs, OTAs are starting up. Um, training camps are on the corner. I mean, things are heating up. Lots to talk about. So that's been a lot of fun. 
Now I'm guessing you're a pretty big draft guy. So I'm, I'm guessing, you know, not only here as we're, as we're gearing up towards the regular season, but I'm guessing even the off season, the draft stuff and that sort of thing, that that's like a really big deal to you as well. Uh, it is. I just follow a lot of people on Twitter to get my information, honestly. And then, um, just following um, news articles and stuff like that. One crazy thing is Ian Rappaport follows me now. Oh, fantastic. Wow. That's a, that's a, the that's, rap a sheet. that's a big follow, man. Um, any plans to, uh, you know, the, the NFL draft is, uh, is next year out in Las Vegas. Any plans to attend that in person and uh, cover that as a reporter? That would be great. I'm going to have to talk to the Paul Lambert of uh, Houston and see if we can't make that happen. Yeah, I mean, if they can send Zach to Vegas, I think they can send you to the NFL draft. For sure. And then if they're definitely going to do it at the Bellagio Fountains like that, that would be something to see for sure. I would definitely go down and cover that. Well, that sounds awesome, Jack. Well, hey, we appreciate your time so much. Once again, that is Jack underscore H underscore Day on Twitter. And um, tell us the names of your podcast again. It's in the box in the state of purple you can find it weekly on kfn.com awesome well we'll definitely be listening thank you so much jack for your time all right thank you guys very much it was fun all right well thank you so much for joining us jack day uh you are suddenly the most popular guy at iheart uh how are you handling this success it's it's been a fun ride the last couple days i mean i've been working from home now for probably like a year and four months or a year and three months so i've gotten really used to sleeping in until like 7 20 7 30 in the morning so tuesday morning it was a bit of a wake-up call quite literally when i had five six people family members and friends and the Clearwater iHeart, the, the KFN hotline number, it was a mixture of all of those numbers, woke up to a handful of calls and people saying that the power trip was trying to get a hold of me. And I was just kind of long for the ride. It was very easy to enjoy the bit. It was all fun and games. And I, I, this was the first kind of big news story that I have. I, I, you can air, put air quotes on that when the word's big, but Breaking the Sheldon Richardson news on Monday morning was kind of a, a first for me. I've been on the Vikings beat for probably four or five years now throughout a couple handful of blogs and now doing some work with AJ and KFAN.com and doing a podcast with him. So it was, it's, been a, it's been a really interesting week and uh, it's been fun to say the least. Were you worried about your job security when you woke up to so many text messages and emails and that? Not so much. I... I didn't even think about it like that. That's a good way to look at it. But no, I was just, <laughs> like I said, I was just enjoying the ride. I think I didn't even see all of it. And I did the podcast with AJ and he's like, have you seen this? And I had, I thought I had seen most of it, but I didn't actually watch the whole video. And then AJ played back and I was almost holding back tears. I was trying so hard. I was laughing pretty hard, but I was trying not to cry. Cause I mean, bit when sauce grabs hawk from the studio and they go out to my di- my de- my desk excuse me they go out to my desk and it literally looks like no one has been sitting there for years because i i, I haven't been sitting there for like i said like a year and three months now so i thought it was hilarious that hawk thought that maybe the jack day nameplate if zach halverson went in there and just someone made that plate in that morning and i don't know that was that was the funniest bit for me when they actually were walking around because I haven't, like I said, I haven't really been in the office a ton. So it was kind of 
kind of funny seeing my desk and it looked so empty and it looked like no one had actually been sitting there. So I can see where Hawk was coming from, but I am, and I can confirm this with you guys as well. I am indeed a real person. Wow. Wow. That is good to know. Uh, well, one person who didn't think that you were a real person was Chris Hockey. Um, are you ever in, you know, other than writing for KFAN, you do some uh, work on the advertising side. Uh, are you ever going to do work on an endorsement deal for Chris Hockey ever again? <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll cut him some slack. I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was all fun and games. It was, it was funny because that was one of the first questions that Corey brought up. He's like, I'm, and I think, I think Muss was in the studio too. And he was talking about, and he's like, I guarantee that Jack day works on at least four or five of your endorsement campaigns. And he was completely accurate with that. I do work on at least three, four or five of them. I can't count them all off the top of my head, but I know there is at least, at least a handful of, uh, of clients that I work with that also work with Chris hockey. And we all get it. You know, we're all listeners of the show, so we get how busy Chris is and everything. But, you know, that's been kind of an ongoing bit on the show for a while now is, you know, how all these salespeople and he, just, you know, and Sauce used to say he just calls everybody Steve because he doesn't really know all the salespeople and they work different hours and yada, yada, yada. But uh, in this case, it was uh, very true that he did not know uh, that Jack Day was a thing. Yeah. And like I said, I think it, it's, it's, it's fair because I was only in the office. I started in October of 2019 and that was strictly on the sales side. So before, I mean, it took me four or five months probably before I started kind of bothering AJ with some of my writing. I started, that's how I kind of got started. I just, I'd put a word document together, write something Vikings related and I'd send it over his way and bother him to get it up on the site. So but yeah, it, it's fair because I hadn't even, I probably hadn't even introduced myself to everyone, especially back in the studios, but I was only there for four or five months. I was just finally starting to kind of get into a rhythm with my, my job on the sales side. I was starting to fully understand that side of things. And then uh, March of 2020 came and the world kind of changed and COVID went crazy and I've been been working at home ever since so i really haven't gotten the chance to see some of these guys in person for well almost a year and a half now well one of the guys uh that you know that uh did the tour of your your office was uh paul lambert of course and um a little inside (laughs) iheart radio i i am curious to know uh which do you like better the paul lambert that is on the power trip morning show or the Paul Lambert that's an executive in Houston and has Houston Rockets season tickets. Oof, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go with the Paul Lambert in Minneapolis. I, I'll say, I'll be biased with this one and say <laughs> say that. And like I said, this bit that sprung from kind of nothing, and I, I say nothing, but I was not expecting to wake up on Tuesday morning to like I said, s- several phone calls, including that's actually, I'm pretty sure it was sauce who answered the the hotline when I called in and I think they were in a commercial break and then typical power trip morning fashion. I called in and I couldn't hear a thing. I know if you go back and listen to the beginning of the video, <laughs> they're hitting the button bar, the rosy button on the button bar. And I was like, I didn't know if I was supposed to be talking or not because I couldn't hear anything. I didn't know what was going on. And then Obviously, they've all had that situation happen before, and Corey kind of gathered the room again and started talking. But yeah, it was it was an absolute blast of a day for me yesterday, and I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's uh, I've I've been a caller in on uh, I think Common Man's show a couple times, and it's it's always a weird dynamic. I don't know if there's lag or what, but when you're actually calling on the phone um, over the air, it's just always a really weird dynamic, and it's hard to hear them. So yeah, that uh, yeah, I kind of felt that out as uh, hearing you the other day too. But um, and it uh, it probably didn't help the fact that like I said, I had literally quite literally just rolled out of bed to <laughs> five or six people saying, "Hey, you got to." get your ass up and get out of bed they're trying to get a hold of you on the power trip morning show right now and obviously all my buddies and stuff like i've been i interned for the vikings back in 2017 and that's kind of been the career path that i've wanted to pursue would to be kind of a beat guy for the vikings so it's i've, I've obviously listened to k fan since since i was younger so it was it was kind of a surreal day and they were even making some jokes about it this morning. We had an all sales staff meeting this morning and they were making jokes about <laughs> it on the sales side too. So it's made its rounds around the office, not only on the content side, but it's it's now all across the board on the sales side and on the programming side and everything. So it's been it's been fun and I'm I'm just glad they they were able to make it into such a fun bit. And I'm glad that not I'm glad I wasn't the only one enjoying it and everyone else on the outside was also also getting a kick out of it. Yeah. We, we talked about some fun things, some, uh, you know, exciting news. Uh, you know, this is a name that just screams fun is, uh, Chad Abbott. What is your overall opinion of Chad Abbott? He actually, he, so he emailed me late on Monday night and he was one of the first people to reach out to me from the office that had seen, seen the tweet other than I think AJ had seen it and he, he quote tweeted it saying, pay attention people. And he, at that point, I don't think if he, I shot him a note and I was just like, Hey man, I'm, I'm going to break this. I haven't done this before, but that, let's see what happens. And turned out that it was the case. Everything was accurate and Abbott shot me a nice note. So that was, it was cool seeing that I've, I've enjoyed working with Abbott and he's a great guy, but I just, I, another kind of similar with some of the guys on the power trip. I haven't, seen Abbott face to face in well over a year now. So it's been weird. I haven't had that communication. I, I handle some of the stuff on the sales side for fan, like a lot of the a lot of the sponsorships and stuff like that. I keep track of that stuff. So I talk to him on a quite a fairly regular basis, but I haven't had that face to face interaction that and I guess I had, most of us in the office haven't had that because excuse me, it's been such a crazy year, the last year and three or four months or whatever it is. But overall, I, I've enjoyed my conversations with Abbott. I know he he coaches high school football as well. And I love I'm just a football geek. So I, lo- I love talking football. And um, yeah, I, I obviously he's built something very great with KFAN. And I'm just glad that I can be a small part of that. Yeah, well, if uh, the rumors are true, um, you know, it sounds like Chad Abbott, even before the pandemic, had kind of a COVID like uh, in work schedule. So uh, I don't think it's, you know, I, it's kind of tough say, to catch him actually in the office. I was going to say, this is the first time somebody's confirming that Chad Abbott's actually worked in the last year and a half. <laughs> well, yeah, every uh, once in a while. Every once in a while. Uh, well, Jack, without revealing your sources, obviously, uh, those are, those are uh, top secret, of course, but. You know, how were you the guy to break the Sheldon Richardson news? I mean, because you got lots of national pub from all the uh, the big guys that uh, retweeted you and everything. Um, you know, uh, was it was it a ton of hard work? Was it a really good source? Like, uh, what what was the what was the key to the Sheldon Richardson news? I would say it was a little bit of both, honestly. I, it, great source first and foremost. I, I thanked the person 
probably more times than I needed to, but um, it was a little bit of that. And then just kind of building that relationship up as well. There's been a couple other things I was in communication with them on like the Bashad Breland stuff. I kind of knew Breland was in Minnesota when he came up for a visit. It was like a Thursday and I had found out that he was coming to Minnesota the Monday before he was actually here. So there's been little things like that communication throughout the draft process as well. Just kind of building that trust up between one another. And I think that has kind of gone a long ways. And like I said, I, before I even broke it, I, made sure multiple times that it wasn't going to jeopardize anyone's career. And I made sure I wasn't going to leak anyone's names like you just, you guys just said, but Mm -hmm. I would say it was a little bit of a combination of both of just kind of staying persistent, almost probably a little bit annoying too at times, but I just appreciate having that connection, building that relationship. And I'm, I'm looking forward to having that moving forward and maybe there can be some more breaking news down the road from the uh, made up local sales coordinator in the <laughs> iHeart Minneapolis. That's awesome. We're looking forward to it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, outside of your writing and other, uh, you're a very eclectic person here and uh, with the emphasis on football, uh, you're a co-host of the load the box podcast uh, covering the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, tell us about your podcast, Jack. Yeah, I've been doing that one with my co-host, Jordan Hawthorne. It's actually kind of an interesting how it got started. That was one of the first Vikings blogs that I started writing for. Probably it was right when I got done interning for the Vikings. I just I didn't want to get away from it. So I found a blog, reached out to them and started doing some writing for them. And Jordan actually started that one. And I went on it as a guest, probably... It was probably the year, it was Kirk Cousins' first year as a Viking, I believe. And I went on as a guest. And after we just kind of started talking, he's like, that show went really well. Do you just want to start doing this with me every single (laughs) week? And it kind of took off from there. And now we've also, I've grown, I've just got done recording. We did one tonight. We do it normally every Wednesday night, uh, at least during the regular season. It's kind of the off season is a little bit different because there's just not as much to talk about. But there's another new one that AJ Mansour had going. I think it was like two years ago he started this and he was kind of doing it by himself. And now I'm also co-hosting that one as well. And that's called the State of Purple podcast. Mm-hmm. So excuse me, I'm uh, currently co-hosting two Vikings podcasts, which is for most people, it's probably a little bit excessive. But like I said, for someone that only wants to sit here and talk about Minnesota Vikings football, I think it's it's a good amount of uh, workload for me. Well, that's awesome. Um, do you do the podcast basically year round then focusing on off season and in season stuff? Or is it more of a seasonal podcast? It is year round. Um I would say I have more fun probably. And I don't know if I should necessarily say this because I love like the fall is by far my favorite season. Football season is the best time of year for me, but I think I have more fun after the Vikings are out of the playoffs or if they miss the playoffs, whatever happens that year, I have the most fun just diving into 
these college prospects and then whoever's coming out of the college level and entering the NFL draft, the NFL draft that weekend is probably my favorite weekend of the year. It's probably more, I, I honestly probably like the weekend of the draft more than the first Sunday of football, which is kind of weird considering I actually like, I love watching <laughs> football. Like I will, the first weekend I will watch, I would love to go out and catch like a Friday night football game, like at the high school level, sit on my couch all day, Saturday, get the DraftKings going on college football. And then uh, all day Sunday, obviously going to watch the Vikings game, but outside of that three hour time frame, get red zone going and just take in as much football as possible, do as much fantasy football as possible. But yeah, both, both podcasts, I think both state of the state of purple podcast with AJ, I think he's planning on that being a year round one. We do that live every Tuesday. And then my load the box podcast with Jordan try to shoot for Wednesdays, but for both of them, it's similar as well. If something breaking happens, like hopefully we're going to have to do here in the next couple of weeks, if uh, Aaron Rodgers trade happens or something along those lines mm-hmm. might have to hop on and do a, do a quick, like five, 10 minute show, just like more of a reactionary piece. But yeah, they both are, year-long podcasts that are probably a little bit psychotic at that point because there's times (laughs) of the year where football like football is not on the mind of everyone throughout 24 7 365 days of the year like it can be in my life at times so it might be a little overkill but that's where I get my joy just talking Vikings football and it's also I think where I can kind of blow off some steam because it's been as much as I love the Vikings, it's been a frustrating 26 years so far in my life of being a Minnesota <laughs> sports fan. <laughs> and I've got a few years on you. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a frustrating undertaking. But the draft next year is in Vegas. So I think uh, I think you need to get out to Vegas and cover that thing live next year. Yeah, that would be a blast. I, I actually have not been to Vegas in my entire life. And oh. I, I that would be that was one of the things I think they were supposed to be out there. Was it last year? They're supposed to be out there with COVID and then yep. that happened. So they killed the trip we were, right before it. Yep. We were, we were talking about some of my friends or even some of my family members are talking about a potential trip out there. And like, that would be like, that'd be Jack day in a candy store right there. I think either <laughs> I just going out to the draft in Las Vegas, like, cause I love, like, I understand people love going to the casinos and you got to experience that, but me going out to Vegas, I don't think you could you probably couldn't pull me out of the sports books. I don't think I would want to go and like bet on slots or play cards. I would just sit me down, get a drink in my hand and let me watch as many sports as possible. And I'll just probably I, I'm not the greatest at betting. I'll probably lose a lot of money, but I will have a lot of fun doing it. Well, you fit right in with us. Then <laughs> I was going to say, you just described my last year's uh, power trip, uh, Vegas trip. <laughs> Spent like four, like four complete days out of five of the time that I was there, just sitting in the sports book, drinking Trulies, losing college basketball bets and eating a uh, Earl of sandwich. Yeah. See, I would have to go out there. If I, if I do Vegas for like a more, like if, yes, if I was going out for the draft, that'd be one thing. It would be different because like I said, the draft, I'm a complete psychopath for, and I won't want to miss any of that. But I think an ideal an ideal weekend in Vegas for me would be probably in the fall where the Vikings have a bye week. So I really don't have to have any worry about the Vikings playing. And I can just sit there all day Saturday and bet on any college football games I want. And then Sunday, I can bet with my mind and not my heart because the Vikings wouldn't be playing. So that would be kind of the I- ideal ideal weekend in Vegas for me, but I, I 
definitely would not turn down a trip for the draft either because I haven't attended a draft yet. That's been a bucket list item for, for many years. I know there's been some speculation. There was speculation back when I was interning for the Vikings too that they'd love to host a draft here and, and maybe someday that will happen, but I don't think that anything's been confirmed in the near future. So, Yep, definitely uh, definitely would be an awesome thing to do. Hey, they're, they're going to be in Kansas City in a couple of years, so you could always come down here, and uh, I'd be happy to host you for the NFL draft down here. That would be a blast. I've never I've driven through Kansas City, but I don't have that experiment or experience either. So you'd have to you have to t- make it a whole ordeal, and you'd have to show me some of the some of the barbecue joints down there as well. Oh, for sure, we'd get that done. Well, Jack, I want to thank you so much for joining us, um, taking the time out of your schedule to uh, to join us. And uh, where can people follow you um, on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter. My username is Jack underscore H underscore day no the h does not stand for some of the replies that you can see in some of the replies of chris hockey's <laughs> latest tweet question if i'm a real person you can you can be the judge of that yourself and go look at that tweet and see what the replies are but it does not stand for that but yeah jack underscore h underscore day oh perfect love it all right. Well, we are lucky enough to be joined by Jack Day. Uh, Jack, thanks so much for joining us tonight. And you are suddenly the most popular guy at iHeart. How are you handling the success? Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, I tell you what, when I saw Chris's obviously sarcastic reply to my Sheldon Richardson tweet, tweet the other day, um, and, then, and then all of a sudden on Tuesday morning, my Twitter just blows up. I knew that my buddy Hawk must have said something about me or our relationship or something like that. Um, and, you know, no matter how successful I get, I'm going to remember what Chris Hockey has always told me. And that is never forget who got you to where you are. Never forget those people. Well, that's, that's an awesome philosophy. So, you've, so has, has Hawk kind of been like somewhat of a mentor to you, Jack? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I would love to work with him again. I've obviously worked with him before on commercials and stuff like that. I really consider Chris Hockey to be one of my closest, closest work friends, certainly. Um, but obviously we keep it professional. Um, but I'd really like to just continue to produce memorable, unforgettable content with Chris Hockey. Well, I mean, after uh, after everything that went down, uh, I, I was kind of figuring that you'd never want to do an endorsement deal for Hawk again after, you know, he basically, you know, doubted your existence. Well, if you listen to what they said on the show, you might think that, but I could see through that sarcasm. I could see through the bit. I don't know if you guys know this, but not everything you hear on that show is really legitimately what they're saying. Chris Hockey and I are very close personal friends, I assure you. God damn, he's a good actor. He is. You know, just when we thought Hawk couldn't uh, couldn't be any more of a, a brilliant actor, um, I guess I guess he's got the wool completely pulled over our eyes with this one as well. Well, uh, Jack, obviously you're an insider there at iHeart, and um, you know you 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 know lots of the personnel and stuff. So I wanted to ask you, who do you like better, the Paul Lambert that is part of the Power Trip Morning Show? or the Paul Lambert that's an iHeart executive from Houston and has Houston Rockets season tickets? You know, that's a good question, but honestly, it's an easy answer. Um, the, the Paul Lambert with the power trip, when I, when I walk past him in the hallway, he gives me a nod. He says, hi, Steve. He obviously knows who I am. <laughs> but that other Paul, I, he has no idea who I am. And 
that's that's the kind of thing we work for the same company. I find that personally offensive that the other Paul Lambert doesn't even know who I am. You know what you should have done is you should have done a reply all to that iHeart email that went around, oh. and then maybe Paul Lambert from Houston would have known who you are, Jack. I had I hadn't thought of that, but I'll keep that in mind next time I get one of those emails. <laughs> Well, Jack, speaking of the higher-ups here at iHeartMedia, um, what is your overall impression of one Chad Abbott? Um, who the hell is Chad Abbott? Um, I, I, I think, I, I don't know. I, quite honestly, I don't know because I don't know that he's worked much in the last year and a half. I think he's mostly been coaching St. Thomas Academy's offensive line. Um, but I think he used to be the program director for, uh, for K fans specifically. Is he that guy who dresses like a stormtrooper on May 5th every year? Yes. That's yeah. the guy. What, what do you think of him? I, I've got nothing to say about that guy. I, you know, be professional, know who you're working with. I, I, I got nothing to say about Chad Abbott. Jeez. Uh, I, I really hope Chad doesn't listen to this podcast. You know he does. Um, Jack, now, without revealing your sources, obviously, because this, this is a top secret, but how are you the guy that got to break the Sheldon Richardson news? Was it you know, a really good source? Was it some of your connections? Like, what, what made you the guy that got quote-tweeted by all the bigwigs in the NFL? Well, it's a funny story. I was sitting on the toilet one night, and I was just cruising through texts and stuff like that, and I got a text about Sheldon Richardson from a source who, as you said, I can't, I can't divulge who that was, but let's just say it's someone close to the situation who I really trust. So I got this information. I put the tweet out there, not even knowing if anyone would pick up on it. And then that, I mean, that was it. I sent the information to meet sauce next and it turns out he was also sitting on the toilet. So we were both scooping while pooping at the same time. Dual scooping wow. and pooping. That is, uh, that's impressive because I thought Sauce was a solo scooper. <laughs> no, nope. I think Dwight Hockey just fell off his chair. <laughs> we know he listens. <laughs> well, Jack, last one for me here. Um, you you co-host two different Vikings podcasts. Uh, both can be heard on iHeart Radio on the iHeart Radio app. Um, tell tell us about your podcast. Let's give it a shameless plug here. Oh, thanks for thanks for the publicity. Um, it seems like a, uh, Vikings podcast, but honestly, I think of my podcast as more of a, a, a love letter to Chris hockey, hmm. just a way to document the times that we've shared, the things that we've produced together, just all of the simply unforgettable memories that we've, that we've bonded over and, and, and shared. So that's how I see my podcast. Wow. I mean, I, you know, I, people claim that I am Chris Hockey. So, so really my, you know, I've kind of devoted myself to Chris Hockey as well, you know, um, with my whole Twitter account as well. So, uh, wow, that's, that, that's some high praise. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like it sounds like an absolute passion project for you, Jack. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you have that outlet in your life. Well, Jack, thank you so much for appearing on the Bets and Quotes podcast and best of luck to you and your sales career at iHeart. Thanks so much for having me, guys. All right. Well, that was awesome to hear from all the Jack days. Um, you know, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave it to the, uh, the theater of the, the mind on that one. Um, you can, um, you know, th there's no wrong answer. I think all three Jacks are worthy of being the real Jack day. 
Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I think we'll just leave that up to the listener to make their own choice. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they were, they're all, all Jack days were, uh, very nice to join our podcast and, uh, you know, we appreciated talking to them all. And I think all of them have very bright futures, uh, maybe with the exception of one, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> great to hear from Jack days. And, you know, I was thinking about it too, Chuck, um, you know, Tuesday, Tuesday, June 14th, uh, uh, 15th, 2021, I think should forever be considered Jack Day or Jack Day Day. Jack Day Day, that's for sure. And see, unfortunately, it wasn't like June 9th or Zach would have remembered it forever. So we might have to remind people next year that, uh, yes, this is the uh, this is the first annual Jack Day Day. (laughs) Happy Jack Day Day. Happy Jack Day Day. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thank you to uh, to all the Jack Days for joining the show this week. Uh, we should be back next week, although, um, you know, your your schedule's pretty tight. My schedule's getting tighter, and we're getting closer to Vegas, so, um, oh, so stuff's yeah. going to be ramping up here so i can't promise an episode next week but we will uh we'll we'll see what we got on the docket um and also you know what i cannot find we talked about publishing the vegas episode that we did uh right before everything went haywire and it got canceled i cannot find that episode so i'm gonna have to like dig a little bit deeper because uh i I, I know we recorded it and you know, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what state it was in, but I know we had done the interviews with like Mr. Z and Creasel and we'd done the one bit. Um, so I, I'm hoping I didn't like lose I'm, it somewhere I'm when I switched computers. So. Because I've honestly been wanting, I, I've been wanting you to like send me this episode so I, I can listen to it. Cause now it's just like, you know, an evergreen podcast. It's like, when will we ever go to Vegas? When will we ever post this thing? You know, I, I remember this was back. I mean, this was when XFL was still going on. I, I, I remember I talking XFL betting was- strategy with John Creasel. It was such a different world, and it's so funny. I'm, I'm curious, like, if I can, if I can find it, if, uh, if we, if we even said anything about COVID, honestly, because a lot of it we started recording like in February and stuff like that, because we were just kind of like doing some extra pieces beyond the regular podcast, and we were just going to put it all together as one episode right before Vegas. So it'd be kind of funny if we did this whole like Vegas podcast, and then <laughs> none of it even referenced the thing that ultimately ended up getting it canceled. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I I don't I don't think it's lost I just I it's it's temporarily misplaced let's put it that way and hopefully uh, I I think it's I think it's probably on some old thumb drive um, that I copied a lot of stuff off the last laptop off so yeah um, so hopefully not hopefully not lost the annals of time because I'm curious too it's like I literally have not listened to it since uh, you know especially once the trip got canceled last year I was like oh this you know I was. It was to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, life's going to suck for quite a while now. And I didn't even want to listen to it or think about Vegas at that point. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, hopefully I'll I'll keep digging. I got uh, we, we got six weeks um, to, to get it and uh, <laughs> to get it dropped before Vegas. So uh, <laughs> I got some time. So. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Dave, where can they find you at in the meantime? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets on Twitter and PT Bets on Instagram. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie. We'll be
shine. 